Fun fact, listeners. Actually, not so fun fact. Did you know we're eating and drinking roughly a credit card's worth of plastic a week? Yep, that's right. The products we're using every day are ultimately contaminating our water supply, generating hundreds of microplastics that we end up ingesting. So Blue Land set out to do something about it by eliminating the need for single-use plastics in the products we reach for the most. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful, cohesive design that look great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Refills start at just $2.25. You can even set up a subscription or buy in bulk for additional savings. It's really a game changer because it's such a space saver in my crazy life. No more bulky bottles of liquid filling up my cabinets and my Costco cart. I love it. And you will love this. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. That's blueland.com slash clink to get 15% off. Listeners, The weight loss struggle is real. What if you could take a weekly shot to lose weight and keep it off? Roe provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Roe handles all the insurance paperwork to help get the medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no more scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, no waiting rooms. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.com slash clink. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash clink. Hi and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Give me Dateline, White Wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like White Wine, True Crime, and In Bed by Nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are Housewives of True Crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. How's it? Oh, it is busy. Busy, busy. Yes, busy. Happy May 1st day. That's when this is going to air. And that's considered May Day. Countdown till the end of school. Oh, I'm, yes, (laughs) yes. (laughs) And all the stuff that goes with that, which... You know, it's a lot. One thing, it's a hoopla. It's mm-hmm. a hoopla. Okay. Just think about um, something that just happened to me. You're going to have people in your house all day, right? Once summer starts. Yes. Well, I am used to having nobody in my house all day at the moment. 
just yesterday, I was needing something out of the dryer. So I just ran my naked self to the dryer, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And then I passed my front door at the same exact time that FedEx also was at my front door. Oh, okay. Well, that's fun for the FedEx. (laughs) Oh my God. That that shit probably happens to them all the time. Dude, I thought about it. I was mortified, by the way. Like, completely mortified because he rang the doorbell and I was like, oh my God, I just, I couldn't even face like looking at the door. I ran as fast as I could, but yeah, so that was fun, but I'll make sure to always have clothes on during the summertime. You know, I won't have a mistake with FedEx, but don't you think it does happen all the time? I think it does happen all the time. I I am never naked. I don't know if you know that. Um, so that would not happen to me except for you don't wear chonies. So you are, you have to be naked sometimes. Well, that's true. But I, um, I, I don't walk around naked. I, I will sometimes I will, my husband will be in the bedroom and I don't want him to see me naked. So I will change my clothes (laughs) in like the like door where the toilet is. Really? Uh Uh-huh. You don't, you don't shake it for him. Give him a little Uh, show. No, no, (laughs) (laughs) no, I do not. So, um, I can't really sympathize with you because I'm very conscious of the nakedness. Well, maybe he should get a new job as a FedEx driver. I don't understand why they have to ring your doorbell. They do that shit to me all the time. And sometimes I'll be like, it's homework hour or something. And I'm sitting there and we're actually accomplishing something. And by some miracle, my dog is asleep. Yeah. And and so she doesn't. No. And then the do- then the doorbell rings and then my dog goes apeshit and then homework has to stop. And it's like, I don't know that it's necessary to ring the doorbell, dude. Yeah. Just Especially the if they just leave them, right? It's necessary when they need a signature. But I yeah. 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 Agree. Agree. Another embarrassing thing happened to me. I am looking for new schools for my son. Right. Okay. I feel like it's a a yearly journey with him on just where he should be. And so I I go meet the headmaster at this school and we're having a really nice conversation. And just out of nowhere, and this has never happened to me, one of my lashify lashes just drops on the table. No. (laughs) And you know, it's like spider legs. Like, yeah, Sean calls them little spiders because they kind of look like it because it's if you guys don't know, we wear these lashes called Lashify and it's it's chunks of lashes. It's not just like one singular thing. And it's also Mm -hmm. not a strip. So, I mean, I was like, oh, I was like, excuse me, my my lashes are falling off. And she was like, oh, my gosh, are you okay?" I'm like, oh, no, they're fake. (laughs) 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 It's quite embarrassing. No, that's my yeah, week well, for, for you or well, my that is last week. If you're listening mm-hmm. on Monday. Yeah. All right. What about you? What? Well, you know, I gallivanted. Yes. Yeah. And? It was outside. It was, it was, it, I mean, it was great. You know, I really, I channeled my rage She's because my husband gala, was late. A gala the for the kids school. I don't usually yeah. participate in stuff that's that social. But I went this year and my husband was late and almost did not make it with me. But I was like, I'm not this hot that often. So I'm going to be going 
um, you get your own Uber. Okay. But then like, you know, you don't want to stay mad because it's like, we don't get out much. And so I still wanted to have like a fun night with him. Good about that. You That's know, good. Cause usually and he not. did after about 20, we've been together 20 years this summer. He was good. Don't like, don't argue with me. Just say you're sorry. Yeah, totally. He's learning. You know, takes 20 years. He is learning. It was like, okay, just say you're sorry. Because he tried to say like, oh, I didn't know what time. I was like, nope, nope, don't, don't you even whatever you're about to do. Don't <laughs> say that I didn't tell you what time. Okay. There's no excuse. He was like, was it four? I'm like, yeah, it was four. Four. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was four. It was four. Get your ass it, off. Of it was your three. Mountain. He was 350 when we were having this conversation. And he wasn't home yet. Mm-hmm. He's still oh, in the yeah. car. Yeah, that's a that's annoying AF for sure. Uh-huh. Okay. So anywho, we went and the ladies sat at one table and the men sat at another table. So it didn't even matter that he wasn't there. Yeah. Is that I mean, what he I told wasn't you? That stoked on him. But I mean, <laughs> you know, I was all right by the end of the night. But you know what? Wouldn't you think that it would be like the men were doing something inappropriate or talking shit or whatever? I have no idea what boring stuff they were talking about. Who even cares? Let me tell you. They were doing party tricks at my table. One of the moms put a spoon down her throat. All the way down. Yeah, there was a video. Yeah. Did she say like she's good at deep throating? Like how did this come? No, up? but no. everybody. No, everybody else did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, thank you, dude. I could. Yeah, so, you know, and I would. So throw up. Who knew? I've been missing out on galas all these years. I mean. Listen, if I would have known how fun it and entertaining fun. it was. Give yeah. People a couple drinks and you'll learn all about their party tricks. Some cutlery. That's a you fun never, party. You trick. never know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Good job. Whoever you are. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you're still married. Oh, she is. Yeah. He's a lucky man. Yeah. All right. Well, this case I'm talking about includes a very unlucky man. Oh, no. Yeah. Are you ready to hear it? Yeah. Okay. All righty. All righty. This week, I'm taking you to a very small remote town in Missouri called New Florence. I'm sure you've never okay. heard of it. I never have heard of it. If you had, I would be very surprised because there's only about 641 people that live there. Okay. So, I mean, I think our high schools were bigger than that. Do people ever say like miserable Missouri? They say misery. Misery. Yeah. Or. I mean, not, I'm not sure. I've, I don't, I've never been, but. Oh, well, let me tell you something. I have been, but my husband keeps telling me instead. So this summer we're going to Japan and instead of Japan, he wants to go to this place I want to say and I could be wrong New Brunsfield Missouri or something like that because I thought New Brunsfield was in Texas I did I did too okay it must be something else I think it starts with a b but he said it's like the family fun house of Missouri like tons of shit for families to do I have no idea I have not looked up but anybody that lives in Missouri or in the surrounding areas, you're probably yelling about it right now. Maybe it's called, I don't know. I don't know what it's called, but I'm going to make my way there one time. 
my grandfather and my stepdad are both from Missouri and they call it Missouri. Oh, okay. That's um, that's pretty interesting though, that it's like Japan, Missouri. Where's our summer vacay? Yes. So he, my husband says we could save a lot of miles on our plane flights if we just <laughs> go to Missouri. I'm like, word. Okay. Sure. Okay. Anyways, this place, it's called New Florence. I think that's where I got the new from. Like, you're right. It's New Brunsfeld is, is Texas. So I have no idea. Mm-hmm. It's somewhere in Missouri. Okay. And then uh, it's really hard to find a house for sale because there's not a lot of them there. But you can find one for 100000 upwards to 300000 if you're lucky. But there's not a lot going on out there. Okay. All right. The cutest damn couple I might have ever did see lived in this little dinky town. Ben and Lindley Rennick, they were a duo that like they make YouTube videos together. They help each Mm. other succeed in business. They take care of their kids together. They were like Hallmark card worthy duo. You know, Ben wasn't going on hikes and leaving Lindley to go to a gala by herself, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But you know, those people that look so cute on Instagram all the time, I think they're all full of shit. Well, you might be right. Okay. Not saying yet, but sometimes looks are deceiving, aren't they? Um, okay. So these two, they met fairly young in their early twenties while Ben was playing in a heavy metal band. By the way, he did not look like the heavy metal band type. He had blonde hair, blue eyes, very clean cut guy, baby face looking dude, but he enjoyed heavy metal and snakes. Lindley, like Ben, had a very innocent look to her also. And I'm not saying like metal people don't have innocent looks, but my brother is a metalhead and, you know, he's got basically the definition of it. Yeah, he is. He's got tattoos head to toe. He's got long hair and a big old beard. I mean, that's what you think of when you think of like somebody that plays in a metal band. You don't think of this guy that looks like he's on a box of cereal or something. And Lindley, the wife, uh, she also, you know, she was cute as a button. She colored her hair sometimes a little bit edgy, like she would bleach it blonde. And she was one of those girls that could rock those haircuts that were like longer on one side, shorter on the other, and like really short, like up to her chin, because she had the little tiny nose. You know, those girls, they can rock that like really short haircut. That was her. And then she would like bleach it platinum blonde. Real cute. Anywho, by the time these two met, Lindley had already had a baby. But Ben was like, bring it on. He didn't care. He took care of baby Matthew like he was his own. And he also thought Lindley, she was just sweet as a button. She was super soft spoken, very caring and into whatever Ben was into, which, like I said before, happened to be snakes. Yeah, I actually really want to hear about that because I'm thinking this whole time, You let some dude with a snake around your baby. And why are snakes go hand in hand with metal? But they do. (laughs) Oh, they do. Well, he was really into snakes. He was so into snakes and other like exotic reptiles that he had a business for it. So I don't know if he was necessarily like bringing the snakes around baby Matthew. 
but he was making a pretty penny from these snakes. So it probably afforded baby Matthew more than he could have otherwise. Okay. Listen, I, I am so afraid of snakes and something terrifying just happened to me that I didn't tell you about. What? I was on our way home from Colorado. We stopped in um, Sedona and there's like these random dudes with huge snakes, a couple little like empty aquarium tanks. They've got some flyers and they're holding these snakes and they're saying, donate to the, the, donate to this rept, our reptile foundation. Okay. Come on. Okay. (laughs) Obviously they're full of shit. So, but my kids don't even look up. They have no wherewithal. No, you know, what is that called? Self-awareness. Self-awareness. Okay. My daughter walks right into a dude with a huge snake. (laughs) Oh my God. No spatial awareness. That's really what it is. I'm like, this is why you have to look where you're going. Yeah. You could run into some creep with a snake. Kyla. And then and then she was so mad that I was like, look, they're letting people hold the snakes. Why can't we do that? I was like, no, 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 no. Okay. Yeah. You did not tell me that. Yeah. And we do need to teach our children about spatial awareness and just being aware of your surroundings, really. Right. Like you always have to be aware of where you're going, who's near you, who's next to you, who's behind you, because shit like that can happen. And maybe it's not a guy with a snake. Maybe it's like an actual snake himself, if you know what I mean. Word. Word. And listen, look for a, you know, legit Steve Irwin, rest in peace type person. If you want to be holding the animals, avoid the Joe exotic. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Or rando on the street. You need to know. Right. That snake might be hungry. You don't know. That's right. You don't know. Okay. So Lindley, she was a massage therapist by trade, but when she got pregnant and well, she got married first and then she got pregnant right after with Ben's baby, she decided to just help with Ben's business, which was called Rennick Reptiles. Rennick was their last name, by the way, Ben and Lindley Rennick. Ben had this amazing snake and reptile breeding business. He was highly successful. Anybody in the reptile breeding, purchasing, collecting business would tell you that Ben was the man. He bred like these really kind of rare looking um, pythons, anacondas, real Big so gross. So you got to like be keeping all kinds of rats and mice or whatever Dude. to feed them around to. Yes. And he had a huge business. I mean, this was his warehouse had hundreds of snakes. So yes, you needed hundreds of rats, but he had some guy that brought him like on a, I don't know, whenever they needed to be fed, some guy brings the rats to you and then it's like feeding day or whatever. So it's, it's, it's a different business. But dude, the guy like made it work and, and she helped him. Like they were on YouTube and Facebook and they were always talking about their collection. And this is the new one that just came out and you can buy it for a hundred thousand dollars, Gretchen. Oh my God. Just People what you want to exotic sp- pets and your insanity. money. Insanity. Insanity yeah. to me. Yeah, it is. 
-hmm. but people are into it. They even have like shows for this stuff. Yeah. Like conventions. And Ben was at all of them. So like I said, some of them could cost up to $100,000 just for one. Ben's business, it was big. Um, That warehouse facility I was talking about, it housed a ton of snakes. It was really great. And he was very fortunate to have it because it was on his parents' farm. So his dad had actually passed away and given his land, which was like a big chunk of land to Ben. Unfortunately, Ben's dad actually passed away in his early 60s uh, from taking his own life after he got into some financial trouble with some investors. Ben's dad was a pet food owner. And so it kind of just seems like it kind of went in the family, right? Like they were all into animals. Okay. But I think Ben's dad maybe was doing something shady, taking investors money, putting it places he shouldn't have been. And once like shit was going to hit the fan, he, he took his life instead of facing the music. Okay. So once Ben and Lindley got married and had their daughter and all was good with Ben's business, Ben said, Hey, Lindley, you love giving massages. Why don't you open your own spa? The money for the snake business would pay for Lindley to open up her own like really cool spa in a neighboring town that had much more people. So it would be busy. And at that point, Lindley spent most of her days at her spa and Ben spent most of his days at the snake facility, you know, feeding Mm -hmm. him rats, making videos and selling his collection. The kids were in daycare or some sort of like daycare type school because they were pretty young and both of them seemed to share the responsibility of the family. By nature, Ben was an introvert. He just loved taking care of his snakes. He loved living in the boonies. He loved his family, but he didn't need a lot of outside attention or partying or anything like that. Lindley, on the other hand, she was the more outgoing type. So having the job in the city really lent her to having kind of social hour, right? She got to hire a few girls at her spa. She got to make some friends and then she had clients that she talked to all day long. So, you know, it worked. Okay. All of it worked up until June 8th, 2017, when Lindley would get a call from her kid's school stating that Ben had failed to pick up the kids. Lindley, at first, she wasn't super worried. She was like, well, you know, maybe he got caught up in something. And so she started driving to the kid's school when Ben didn't answer his phone and never called back. She started to think, well, maybe something went wrong. Like a snake ate him. Don't tell me a snake ate him. Maybe a snake ate him. Shit. So she pulls up to the facility. Like I said, this big piece of property, they have like how like two houses on it. And then this big warehouse where, um, all the snakes are, and it's all kind of together. So Lindley pulls up and she sees Ben's car outside of the property. Uh, but like I said, he's not answering his phone. So she says, Hey kids, you know, like wait in the car, I'm going to go see what's going on with dad. 
Well, when she goes inside, Ben is face down in a pool of blood. Immediately, she calls Ben's brother, Sam, who also lives on the property. He lives in one of those two houses that I told you about with his family. So Sam rushes over while Lindley is now calling 911. 911 with the other emergency. I've been on the ground and there's blood everywhere. Okay, wait, do you know what happened to him? Okay, hold on just a second while we get somebody there. What may have happened? He got killed by a snake. By a snake? He raised his large 500 pound snake. Do you know where the snake is? I don't know where the snake is. Okay, so he's not breathing at all? No, he's cold. He's blue. My anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, uh, hun. That might be a little inappropriate at this point in the story, <laughs> Tabitha Kane. <laughs> okay, well, it's it's not an anaconda. Okay. Because when the coroner got there, he noticed that Ben had not been strangled by a snake, but he had been shot to death uh, with eight bullets in his body. And some, by the way, were like point blank after he was already on the go- on the ground. That kind of killing is like insane to me. Mm-hmm. So whoever wanted Ben dead, dead, really yeah. wanted him dead, you know? Yeah. Extra dead. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a robbery. Nothing was missing. This was a cold blooded killer. And I would think if you wanted that much revenge, in addition to shooting eight times, why not shoot a couple holes in the snake tanks? Let them run wild. Yeah, that is an interesting theory because these snakes were in these like kind of like drawers, like pull out drawers, you know, and you would have thought like maybe they just would like pull out a few drawers. I mean, I'm glad they didn't. And that should give me nightmares to know that those are on the loose. But uh, I'm just saying, if you have a devilish mind and you're already killing. Yeah, it's true. You know what? So the police, when they got there, they thought that they were looking for a snake, like a big ass snake. And so, I mean, on the body cam footage, it's really kind of funny because they're like, if I see it, I'm going to fucking shoot it. You know? Yeah. And then the coroner's like, you guys, seriously, uh, we're not looking for a snake here. I mean, maybe yeah. we're looking for a different kind of snake, but not one that slithers, slithers on the ground. All right. So who would want Ben dead? That is the question that I think everybody asks on all of these cases that we do. Uh, police are interested in who could have beef with Ben. Ben was in the middle of selling a portion of his snake business to an NHL player for $1.2 million, which would have been real awesome. But uh, he actually had collected already 200,000 of that 1.2 million, but that lead did not go anywhere. It looked like that was, that was all copacetic, right? Lindley. Okay. The wife, she told police that Sam and Ben had been fighting lately as um, Sam thought that he was owed a piece of the property. Turns out when Sam's dad passed away, 
he left Sam with the money and Ben with the property, which I don't know what I think about that. Money goes quick. Money does go quick. It's best to do things fair, split the money, split the property. But I also think people, people get it twisted about that. I mean, it's like, whatever. Yeah. If that's how they wanted to leave it, then that's how they wanted to leave it. It's not, I mean, I don't think it's worth arguing over. Right. And although Sam did live in the main house on the property, it was technically Ben's property. So it seems like that could have been a motive to kill, in my opinion. Like if you think you're, you know. Well, wouldn't the property just go to his wife? Yes. But what if like you were just pissed? Not that you wanted it. Like what if you're just like an asshole? Boom. Mm -hmm. There was a million dollar life insurance policy at stake. Okay. So then you think, well, that would definitely go to the wife, right? But Lindley was at work. She was like 45 minutes away. She had also called and texted Ben all day. She even sent him talking about being naked in front of your husband. She sent him some nude pics that day. Which I'm assuming you don't do. No, never. <laughs> no. I, I've had a lot of requests. <laughs> Me either. It is not. I'm like, I already know like that shit like scrolls through like your your phone sometimes or scrolls through like uh, your computer by accident when you're having a party. So I do not need any of like un. Photos I don't want to be seen floating anywhere. Oh, my God. So, you know, because I screenshot so many like things for uh, the podcast. Oh, you yes, can. No one can look in my phone. Seriously. Yeah, no one can look at my phone. I have like I have the so most random, so much bad stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's and, bad enough. I don't also need naked pictures of myself. Yeah. Or anybody Mm -hmm. for that matter. Right. Mm -hmm. So, but she sent Ben some, some nudies. So. um, Okay. She's feeling herself. Go girl. She is. So they checked, uh, they also checked Lindley for bloodshot residue because, you know, the first person you go to is the wifey or the people closest and Sam and Lindley both checked out for, did I say bloodshot residue? I meant you did, but I think we all knew you meant Gunshot residue, yes, GSR, GSR. we're true crime wise. Yeah. Yes. Um, and she had none and neither did Sam. Her clothes were clean and she was distraught. I mean, girlfriend was like so distraught. They had to take her in an ambulance to the hotel or to the hospital because they thought she was going to maybe have a heart attack from her blood pressure going up so high. So after she gets back from the hospital, they, you know, they want to know more about what is going on. They hear about Sam, Sam kind of checks out. They also think, well, what about the dad? You know, I told you he had that, that situation with, um, stealing people's money that lead kind of went nowhere, but it is something it's like, but it's been a while. So kind of didn't go anywhere. They brought Lindley back into the station and they questioned her about her relationship with Ben. And she says it was good. 
It was really good. Uh, then they question her if she had had any affairs. And she says, yeah, I have in the yeah. like most sweet and innocent voice you've ever did here. Yeah. And then they say, okay, well, do you mind uh, taking a polygraph test? And she says, of course, I'll take a polygraph test. Okay. I have a theory. This just what? came to me. Okay. Tell me. I now I might get some shade for this, but I think maybe bitches that be sending nudie pics need need extra attention. I think they're more likely to cheat. <laughs> oh, I wonder. I would love to have a poll. I would love a study on that. <laughs> you guys, I know some of you out there have cheated on your spouse. I would love to know anonymously. Actually, on our website, Housewives of True Crime, if you go on there on the bottom, like right hand side, it says like talk to us. You can leave us a message. Wouldn't that be yeah. fun to know if like if you sent nude pictures, first of all, and if you have, tell us. If you have sent nude pictures and cheated, tell us. And if you've sent nude pictures but never cheated cheated tell us well you know i feel like as long as you're cheating what you should always do is send them to your spouse and the other person so that if they find it on your phone or something later it's like i took that for you love well 100 percent, because you're not going to be taking a naked picture you're going to get caught if you take a naked picture of yourself and don't actually send it to your husband or your mm. boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever you got Right. So yes, that's a smart idea. Thanks, Gretchen, for that. I'll remember that next time. You're cheating. Okay. (laughs) So she says, yes, like she's like, yes, I I have cheated on my husband, Ben, and I will take a polygraph test and girlfriend failed. Oh, no. When they questioned her, like, why does it? Why did you fail? when they ask you if you killed your husband and she's like, I don't, I don't know, but I didn't kill my husband. And they let her go because they, yeah, cause really she's pretty. Have... They let pretty people go. Yeah, yeah they do. <laughs> they do. Oh my God. Speaking of that, are you, do you read any of the news on the Lori Vallow case? It is so you can't believe that she like almost got away with killing her children. It's so disgusting. I hate her, but I think they let her get away with it so long too, because she was pretty. Absolutely. They did She's not looking pretty anymore, but she, I mean, probably cause I hate her so much that I think she's like the ugliest person alive, but that's fair. But also prison is not working for her. No, it's not. It's yeah, no. Really not. She's, she's looking rough. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, they let her go. There was no murder weapon. There's no gunshot residue. She has an alibi. She was at work. Uh, She has two other girls from the spa saying that she was there. Um, And so, you know, they check out her side sanchos. They seem to check out too. Today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Listeners, life is busier than ever. And if you're like me, that means you put off investing because maybe it doesn't seem urgent and it's so intimidating. But in the back of your head, yeah, now you should. But you're not sure where to start. 
enter Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just your spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. What I love about Acorns is that it gives you the tools to give your money the chance to grow. You don't have to have a lot to start with. Just start and you'll feel good about doing it. Head to acorns.com slash clink or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. Few important disclosures at acorns.com slash clink. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors LLC Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities LLC member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. Listeners, did you know the average dieter will try 162 diets over the course of their lives? Crazy diets and weight loss products are temporary. And if you're like me, you tend to gain it all back. Not with Sonobello. Sonobello is different. Sonobello is actually a way to permanently lose unwanted fat and inches. Sonobello doctors are masters in micro laser fat removal. Wherever you have stubborn fat, tummy, sides, thighs, arms, it's going away permanently in one visit. Ask about their modern techniques to eliminate sagging loose skin. Sonobello gives you your curves back permanently. No more feeling embarrassed, shy, and uncomfortable about your body. No more hiding in baggy clothes. No more lights off and pretending it's more intimate. Give yourself the gift of a full body reset. You deserve to be happy. Schedule your free consultation. Learn all about the micro laser fat removal. Sonobello is running a great special right now. Visit sonobello.com slash clink. Sonobello.com slash clink. That's S-O-N-O-B-E-L-L-O.com slash clink. You have heard me talk about my language learning skills with Rosetta Stone, and I'm telling you, I'm getting really good at it. I learned a little bit of Japanese before we went to Japan last year, and I really love the French language. So I'm learning French at the moment. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm even getting a little bit of the accent down. Not very good, but I'm, I'm getting there. And with Rosetta Stone, it makes it so easy. I download it on my phone. I learn it in the car. It is awesome. You can do it on your desktop, wherever you find it convenient. They are there for you. And they have 25 languages, you guys, that you can use. And right now they are giving a lifetime membership for 50% off. So you can learn as many languages as you want for your entire life, which is amazing. And the best part is, it starts off, you know, with just words and then phrases and then sentences, and then you should be able to have a conversation with somebody that also knows the language, which is, you know, my entire goal. So don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now. Seriously, get started before your summer vacay. The, our listeners get 50% off the lifetime membership. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem it today at rosettastone.com forward slash today.
Hello, listeners that shop. So I'm talking to you. Have you checked out Rakuten yet? It's the smartest way to shop. Members earn cash back on everything that they buy and can maximize savings by stacking cash back on top of other deals like store sales and coupons. Rakuten is the shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores like Petco, Best Buy, Wine.com, places you already shop for sure. So why not be saving while doing it? How it works is the stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. Rakuten has over 17 million members saving and Rakuten members have earned over 4.6 billion with a B in cash back. Membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. Lady listeners, I'm back talking to you about something that rocks. I'm talking about balanced hormones for women of all ages. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now here's the beauty about adaptogens and why they rock. They help the body adapt to stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. For me, I had just resigned myself to feeling blah, like a mix of irritated, but not a whole lot of energy to do anything about it. After taking Hormone Harmony, I began to reap the benefits of feeling like myself again. And I'm not alone. It's the same thing women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 17,000 reviews for Hormone Harmony. So Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it, but it's perfect for those horrible menopause symptoms that put a woman woman's life on hold, like hot flashes, night sweats, racing thoughts, low moods, poor sleep, feeling tired all the time, occasional bloating and gas, no desire to get some. Yeah, Hormone Harmony can help with all those things. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your first order at happymammoth.com. That's 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code clink at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use code clink for 15% off today. So not even one month after Ben's murder, Lindley sold off the Rennick property. She forced Sam to move out and she didn't even bother picking Ben's stuff up from the house. What you think about that? That's crazy. And just six months after her husband died, Lindley got knocked up for the third time by this dude named Brandon Blackwell. He was one of the guys that she was sleeping with at the time that Ben was murdered. This girl moves pretty quickly, I would say, and investigators are not down with that. But again, there was like nothing they could do. That is until a couple years later, they got a call from Brandon Blackwell himself and he, well, he needed a little help from a friend. You see, Brandon had got himself in the clink. Lindley was over Brandon and she decided that she needed to get a restraining order against her baby daddy. So Brandon was in jail for stalking and breaking his restraining order on Lindley. Listen, 
I don't know if Brandon was abusive or he was stalking her. I don't know. According to Lindley's father, he was, and he knows it because he heard it from his grandchildren. But I also don't totally believe Lindley ever. And so I think she could manipulate situations. Um, I will also tell you that Brandon does not have a record. And so it was expunged after he decided to talk to the police about things that he knew. So I don't know, but okay. Brandon needs some help. He says, you know what? I need help to get out of this situation that I'm in. Uh, and I want to let you know that Lindley is not as innocent as she looks. Well, I would just say at this point, you know, I I know you're kind of like dancing around it because obviously we never want to accuse someone of making up a domestic violence accusation or something like that. Right. But I would think that it would be a pretty good strategy to, um, put it out there that someone was stalking you or something, if maybe they had some other tea on you so that when they went to spill in it, you could be like, look at how crazy they are. They're crazy. They would do anything, you know, it's yeah, a pretty that, good strategy. That, that is what she kind of does. Okay. So yeah. Brandon decides he's going to spill the tea. Here it is. When Lindley had been hooking up, like I told you with these guys before she, she like was with more than just Brandon. Okay. The first one was a spa marketing guy. This guy that did like, um, marketing ads for her. His name was Eric spelt with an a, which I think is interesting way to spell Eric. But anyways, so super weird, (laughs) super weird. And actually Eric was bleeding her spa dry of money. And she was just paying the guy and boinking them on the side and running her spa into the ground not very smart. That's crazy. The other guys that she had met, including Brandon, she met on Ashley Madison, which we haven't talked about in a minute, but we did do that case where remember that Ashley Madison case we did, but Ashley Madison is like a place where you go to hook up with married people. And so she herself was married and then she hooked up with all married men. Yeah. So it's a good place for her. But is it? I mean, she had a thing for, she uh, had a thing. She likes the attention and he, listen, the husband, he's busy with the snakes. That (laughs) you're like, that's that's a lot of work. Sexiest thing. And I, it's the least sexiest thing ever. It totally is. And I'm kind of glad he was busy with it because I imagine if you're not, then it stinks to high hell. And Uh, I bet uh, it's hot as shit in Missouri. I mean, (laughs) That sounds like a hellhole, this warehouse thing. Okay. Yeah. And metal music makes me angry. I don't like it at all. (laughs) (laughs) So, of course, she's going to fuck somebody else. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, at the same time, I like I said, she's running this spa. She's hooking up with these guys. She's running the spa into the ground. The marketing guy is bleeding her dry. She's banging every guy that comes into the spa. 
And she is also not telling Ben about the money issues that she's having. She is just taking the money from the snake business to afford her mismanagement of her spa. Okay. Well, I do hide Amazon packages sometimes. You know what? A girlfriend of mine, (laughs) she was just talking today because she said her friend, you know, doesn't have a budget on groceries, but has a budget on everything else. And so she just gets an extra visa card, 25 bucks every time she goes to the grocery store. So then she stocks it up until she has enough to like buy something fun. That's smart. It is right. My husband came home, you know, I got to do the teacher appreciation week. I got to decorate the door. Right. And it's teachers are tiki rific is the theme. <laughs> so it's all so Hawaiian. He, yeah. So he came home all, what in the hell? Are we having a goddamn luau here? Is that our next party? Didn't we just have a party? Like, oh, he's like, how much uh, are you spending on this? I'm like, how bad do you feel? It's for the children. Okay. He probably still is like, why do you have to buy all this crap? I know. I spent like 75 bucks yes, on decorating I know, the door. It's not it, the shit adds up. Totally. Okay. Even at the dollar store. You know, I go to the dollar I, store for I a lot of that done stuff. That. Know, oh, you didn't? You went to like Michael's? Oh. I just Amazoned it. Oh, you Amazon. Yeah. That's also expensive. Okay. So her, so, you know, I think she, I feel like girlfriend was using this spa for her social life, I guess. She had this manager, Ashley Shaw, whom she worked with on the daily. And she would just tell Ashley all of her struggles in life. She told Ashley that Ben was abusing her. She told Ashley that Ben tried to rape her by putting his fingers inside of her when she was sleeping. He, she said one time she woke up and Ben was on top of her. And Ashley is like, dude, you got to leave his ass. And yeah, Lindley was like, well, I can't really leave because he's got all the money and he's going to take my kids away from me, which I don't really know how that would happen because one, one of the kids is just hers. Right. And right. they don't do that. If you're a fit mother, they don't just right. take your kids away from you. Yeah. Also, I mean, girlfriend was having sex with all these other dudes. Like, it's like a little yeah, bit. Maybe you ought to let him watch the kids once in a while so you can continue banging. It's like free babysitting, right? <laughs> for, I mean, don't you think that sometimes? Ben? Oh, well, well for fully, her, like I mean, if she was going to get divorced. I, yes. Yes. Sometimes 50%. I think of my my divorced friends are like, you know, oh, the the ex has them two nights a week and they go out, live it up. And I think totally it doesn't sound like that bad of a deal. Yes. Right. Your kids are with someone you trust. So right. That's and right. and you get to go out and not feel guilty. If and you have the husband that you're right. living with, you go out, you feel guilty. That's right. Yeah, that all is right. Yes, you are right. I will tell you that there is um, a Facebook message from Ben that apologized to Lindley. It said that he was sorry for trying to have sex with her and that she means more to him than sex and that he loves her for her and she, he's never going to like basically try to have sex with her unless she's like the one. Says yes. Okay. It. Good idea. Good idea, Ben. 
good yes. idea. Um, yeah. But it seems to me from these messages and that she actually was not having sex with him at all. She was just having sex with everybody else. Interesting. All right. So all these things that she was telling Ashley Shaw, who seemed to me like her BFF slash employee that like me and you would do, right? Uh, we would devise a plan to kill our husbands. Yeah. Yeah. Right. O- Naturally. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, you guys, but not that, really. That and is what these put any did. of it in writing. No, you can't. No, and your employee is not your friend. Yes, I know your employee. And let me tell you, your employee is not your friend when they get up on the stand and give all the details of your crazy ass plan so that they can get themselves out of jail free. For sure. So what happened was Ashley and Lindley decided that Ben, well, he had to go and they would kill him off. And at first they thought, well, let's do this. Let's lace a protein shake with Percocet. So they Googled how much. That's not going to kill him. That sounds fun. (laughs) For you. (laughs) They Googled how much Percocet it would take to kill somebody. And they smashed up a bunch of, well, actually only Lindley did this at home. She took, Ashley gave her the Percocet pills. She was able to get some. Lindley takes it home, smashes up 17 pills into Ben's shake. And she takes one shake that doesn't have pills and Ben takes the other shake and Ben doesn't die. Ben just is violently ill. Yeah. So then Lindley pretends that she's also violently ill as well because, you know, they both drank. Oh yeah. Good cover. Smart. Yeah. And then when that didn't work, the two thought of another plan to get rid of this doting dad. Lindley remembered that she had this old boyfriend. He was a drug addict. He had been in jail previously. It's kind of a rough dude. So she thought, yeah, maybe he's got a gun. So Ashley and Lindley go find this guy online. They get his address from a previous like report for prison stint that he had. Mm-hmm. And they drive to his house. They tell him that Lindley's husband is an abusive asshole and he needs to die. And according to Michael, he says he does have a gun and he gives it to Lindley, but Lindley is a little nervous and needs some moral support. So she asks Michael to take her to her house. Michael being, you know, the supportive old boyfriend says, What's in it for me, Lindley? And Lindley doesn't offer money, but tells him that she will make it worth his while. She's just going to bang him? Well, he does come to the spa. So it doesn't, I don't know what happened in there. He didn't go to the spa for a pedicure. Okay. (laughs) I'm thinking Lindley's spa might have some happy endings. I think so. (laughs) Yeah. So the first attempt that Michael and Lindley have down to Lindley's house, and mind you, it's like 30 or 45 minutes away, Michael's car breaks down, needs to be jump-started, so that didn't happen. The second attempt with Michael turns out to be June 8th, 
2017 when Lindley and Michael devised this plan for him to pick her up in his big old hoopty that barely runs. Lindley's waiting all day. Um, and Michael finally shows up around two o'clock. Lindley leaves her cell phone at the spa and asks Ashley to text Ben while she is away from her phone. Ashley doesn't do it, but it would have been good alibi if she had. Right, right. Michael, of course, has no gas to get down to Lindley's house. Oh, Lord. Because he's like one of those losers and he doesn't have any money for gas. So Lindley actually has to buy gas for his car, which kind of bites her in the ass because now she's using her debit card at a gas station that's outside of the town, not near the salon. Right. So according to Michael, the two show up and Michael thinks that he's just there for moral support because she's going to tell her douchebag husband that she wants a divorce and grab some stuff. And when they get there, he notices that she brought the gun. They both walk in. She walks up to Ben and shoots him, turns around. They get in his car. They drive back to the spa. Lindley leaves the gun under Michael's seat in his car And then when she gets back to the spa, she heads straight to the wet room where she strips off all of her clothes and has Ashley scrub her down. There is one other girl named Rachel at the salon at the time that Ashley and Lindley told to go into the office right when Lindley got back. And so she didn't see Michael. She kind of just heard him, but she didn't see him there. Mm -hmm. According to Michael, The girls asked him to take his clothes or to take their clothes or Lindley's clothes. um, And he says, no, I'm out of here. And don't call me again for your dirty work. Lindley then waits around until she gets the call from her kid's school, which she already knows is going to come. Right. Because she knows that Ben is dead. And she heads home to the scene that she created. So basically everything except for the stuff that I told you that Michael said all came from Brandon's mouth besides, you know, the, the part where like, um, Michael came back to the spa, all that stuff. Um, so police basically were like, oh my God, that is amazing. We knew this little B did this. Um, and now we're going to go arrest everybody. So they quickly went and arrested Ashley and they said, Hey, listen, we know that you were involved in Ben Rennick's killing because even Brandon told about the, about the, um, smoothie. And they said, you are basically a conspirer to kill. And if you want to talk to us and be on our team, then you are on, you know, the good team. And if you want to not talk, uh, then you can be on team Lindley, but team Lindley is going to prison. Right. And so Ashley was like, yeah, I'll be on your team. And I said, if you tell a hundred percent true story and help us get this chick in jail, then you get off scot-free. Okay. Immunity. Yeah. It's working for her. So she did. I mean, 
she tells the story and it's like very cold hearted, right? Like you're like, how, how did you just, how did you do this? How did you think mm-hmm. it was okay to do this? It's so crazy. She's like, she's not just as bad as Lindley, but she's pretty bad. Yeah, that's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I mean, even it's if it's pretty you're... bad, it's the father of uh, two children. You know what strikes me about stories like this is that it's like, if you were to see this played out on a 48 hours or dateline, what have you, what you would see is they would either tell it one of two ways. They would either say, poor Lindley and play up the abuse allegations, right? Mm -hmm. Or completely play them, like sweep them under the rug and be like this gold digging horror did this. Right. When it's like the truth is it doesn't have to be black and white. He could have been a total asshole. And it kind of sounds like he was, but he didn't deserve to be killed. Well, maybe just like 50% asshole. No, I'll tell you why. We'll get I'm there. sorry. I'm watching the Danny Masterson trial again. And so I'm very triggered by the whole like fingers in the vagina when you're not like asking for it. <laughs> <laughs> don't they be are, doing that okay they, by the way they are married and not saying that that's like okay but uh, has your husband not okay ever, no never well listen has your husband not ever tried to wake you up and like i don't oh, know yeah tickle in, the, you in, the middle of that, in the middle of the night shit yeah and i'm like elbow to the face yes but yeah. i don't think it's like he raped her by doing that like come on like that's like And he was like, I'm so like, basically she made him feel like a total asshole. And like, all you want me for is my sex. And it's like, you're a fucking whore. You're cheating on him all over the place. And you're making him feel like such a douche because he just wanted it once. Like, no. And the abuse, I'll get there. But I don't, I, I, she was doing this to get, she is, she is an awful human. That's remember I told you on Patreon that I wanted to call somebody. It's her. I want to call her and be like, you are a manipulative <laughs> bitch. Yeah. Yeah. And w- just watching her and her little fake cry. Also, you do have to put out. And if you hold that over their head and like emasculate them in that way. That's what she did. That's like cruel and unusual punishment. And he and was. You're lucky he didn't kill you. Uh, yeah, true. I mean, he was really a nice guy. I'm telling you, like, I don't believe this, this shit that she says. And I don't, and I don't normally, I'm not normally like that. Like I, I normally trust what people say, especially if they're abused because I've been in abusive situations before, but this one just, I don't believe it. Okay. That's your read on it. I'll go with your judgment. Okay. So, um, Ashley, basically she knew everything. Oh, she also implicated another girl, that girl, Rachel, um, Rachel was just kind of an outsider, but you know, they went to Rachel and they were like, Hey, you got to tell us everything, you know, and we'll let you out scot-free. And Rachel's like, yeah, like 100%. Yeah. Uh, Ashley though, she's the one that helped through the entire thing. She, she's a lucky lady. Um, Ashley claimed that when Lindley came back from the snake shack, uh, the day of the murder, Lindley told her that Michael was the one that pulled the trigger. But then a couple days later, she said that um, 
that Lindley actually told her that she was the one that pulled the trigger because Michael got cold feet basically and said, I'm not going to do it. And Lindley was like, fine, I'll go do it myself, which makes sense of why she needed to be scrubbed down and change her clothes. Like, why would, why do you need to go to the wet room and get a whole shower with some chick scrubbing you down with shit? I don't know. Like the whole thing is really weird to me. Um, I think I would have just taken my own shower, but I guess Ashley she like, likes to put it out there naked. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, Michael was also arrested. His name is Michael Humphrey, and he was actually tried first and he was convicted of first degree murder. The jury found him guilty. Once he was found guilty, though, Gretchen, they offered him a plea deal to talk also. So they hadn't sentenced him yet. They just found him guilty and they said, hey, we'll offer you a second degree charge with which I is kind of crazy that they could do this after a jury trial. But they said, we'll offer you second degree and give you life with possibility of parole instead of life without parole. Damn. And he says, yeah, that sounds great. I will testify against Lindley and I won't only testify against her. I will tell you where the gun is. And, uh, he did, he had, he said she left it under the seat of his car and he went and hid it in his girlfriend's mom's attic. And that is where they found it. And it did match the murder weapon in that killed, uh, Ben. So, Michael and Ashley's story, they were mostly identical. However, Michael claims that he didn't know that Lindley was going to kill her husband. He thought that she just needed protection because he was abusive and she just needed to get her stuff and leave. Well, you know, I kind of believe that because you would need some money up front, not just the like notion you're going to get banged. To actually kill someone? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know if he should have been convicted of first-degree murder. I I don't know. I mean, I that's what he says. He says he just went there. She had the gun. He had given it to her before, remember? And then um, she had brought it, and, and bam. He does ask... Uh, when she's getting like washed off at the end, he does ask Ashley like, or he asks um, Lindley, does Ashley know? And, um, and Lindley says no at that point. But then she obviously told Ashley later. Um, so I don't, he knew he was going there for something. I don't know if he actually knew that they were going to kill somebody. I just, I don't know. So at this point, after Ashley gets on the stand and Michael gets on the stand, the prosecutors think they have it in the bag, right? They, their stories are identical. This chick is a, she's a bad person. Uh, we have the other, we have Brandon that's telling the story. He doesn't go on the stand, but they, that's how they found out the story. And then we also have that chick, Rachel, who also said, you know, she knew this was going on. So you've got four people corroborating the same story. 
Uh, and then the defense decides to put Lindley Rennick herself on the stand. She wants to talk about what happened. She wants to tell her side of the story. And at this point, she has grown her hair out to a longer like length and it's no longer bleach blonde. It is uh, strawberry blonde. Okay. She also has gotten a little rounder. Her face is a little rounder and she's not wearing any makeup and she has strawberry blonde hair. So you can imagine she's got like those freckles that go with that kind of uh, complexion. Mm -hmm. She looks really, really nerdy. Yeah, okay. homely. She's pulling a Jody Arias. Remember how Jody Arias? One hundred percent was. She's all fun in all the pictures, you know. Oh, like yeah. To you know, take care of herself, but then at the trial, that's a hundred percent true. She looked like a grandma. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, girlfriend is like, and by the way, they're young. They're still in their twenties. Ben was twenty nine when he was murdered. So. I mean, you think you look at this girl and you're like, there is no way that she could murder a fly. How could she murder her husband? And mm -hmm. she spoke really softly and her voice cracked when it needed to crack. And she quivered on cue and she was questioned. Her attorney just went to town questioning, questioning her about everything. She was asked about the shake and she said, oh, I did make a shake for us and we both got violently ill, but I didn't put any Percocet in it. That is a total lie. Then she says, yes, she went on Ashley Madison and she did have affairs, but she was like so nonchalant about it. Like after listening to her, you would have been like, shit, everybody does it, you know? Mm -hmm. Her defense team asked her about the abuse she endured from Ben. And she says, um, she goes, well, one time Ben and I, we were, we were arguing about something and I wanted to walk away. And Ben said, we're not done talking. And he kind of pushed me into the refrigerator a little bit. <laughs> that was her extent of the abuse. Oh, that one time. Yeah. That one time. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't believe, I don't believe. Yeah. Her. Yeah. And I, yeah. if somebody is abusive, it's not just this one time that they like pushed you into the refrigerator when like, he probably just was like, you're not going anywhere because we need to talk about you fucking, fucking every other man under the sun, not me and spending all my money, bitch. Yeah. I just hate it when people make that shit up because it, it's like, you give us all a bad name. I know. Like, totally true. Don't. Please don't. Yeah. She was asked why she called Michael and she said she just needed to have support because she was going there to talk to Ben about divorce uh, that day. Lindley said when she showed up, both her and Michael walked into the facility. Oh, they also here one second. They also asked her like if she was going to get divorced that day or ask for a divorce, why she would send a nude photo to him. Um, and she was like, well, you know, I just wanted him to be in a good mood when I got there. Um, and 
she says her and Michael showed up and they all, she was just going to ask him for a divorce. And Michael decided to walk up and just shoot Ben. And all she heard was a gunshot. And then she screamed and ran out of the building. At that point, she said, Michael said, get in the car now, Lindley. And so she did. And then she blocked everything out. She went back to the spa. She told Ashley that she didn't know what happened, but she thought she heard a gun. And Ashley said, you know what? You didn't leave this place. You had, you, you were here the whole time. She showered her off and then she didn't think about it ever again. And when the school called, she thought, well, that's weird. Why wouldn't Ben go pick up the kids? Mm -hmm. And, um, then she realized when she got there that Ben was dead and that Michael probably killed him, but she was scared and she didn't want to really think that it could be true. So that's why she lied and didn't say it. Now the prosecution has a chance to speak to Lindley too, but I think they thought that her story was so far-fetched that no one would actually believe it. But guess what? The jury, they freaking bought it, dude. No way. They, she's like, she gave her like Ebby winning performance and they found her guilty of second degree murder. And they gave her only 13 years plus three years for armed criminal action. So she got 16 years. Wow. And when the judge sentenced her, the judge was like pretty pissed because he knew, dude, he knew that she's, she's a murderer. He said, I wonder if you commit the murder, if you have to give back all the life insurance money that you collected. Okay. So she actually didn't get the life insurance money because she was always a suspect. And so until you're not a suspect, you don't get the money. So she, okay. However, the money did go to her kids. Um, 500,000 each went to the, or yeah, to her two kids with Ben. I think Ben must have, um, must have, I, I'm assuming that he must have uh, adopted the the son at some point because in his obituary, he has Ben's last name too. And I know that both of those kids um, are being taken care of by his sis, her sister. She actually was also out. Um, they let her out without bail just on her own. What is it called? Recognance. Um, until her trial. And so she did get to spend some time with her kids before she went to, to prison. Uh, he, the judge told her she'll be out in her forties. And he's like, you know what? My life was pretty good in my forties. And he said, she's, you know, she's really lucky and he hopes that she doesn't murder again. Yeah. Wow. But she did steal the father of her kids away from her children. Uh, I think that the one kid she had with Brandon is with Brandon. And then the other two are taken care of by her sister. Um, she was sentenced just December, 2021. Wow. Crazy, right? Mm-hmm. What a biatch. I don't like her at all. Mm-mm. And she's going to be out 14 years. Yeah, she's going to be out. 
But you know what, Tab? It should make you feel better to know that all those years are going to pass by and she's not going to have received any of the preventative Botox <laughs> because she was in the clink. She's so only she's going to be like 40 that when she gets out, she doesn't. Even I know, need it but yet. you really got to start when you're 30 if you don't want to develop the deep wrinkles. And so she's going to have those wicked 11 lines. 100%. So. so, you know, she's not going to have as easy time. She's going to have to face tune her shit to high hell. By the way, I have this karma. Uh, person that I know on my Facebook or on my Instagram, they facetune their children. Yeah, that shit is weird. It's weird, right? I'm like, don't do that. Okay, anyways, we're our episode is long today, so let's wrap it up. Thank you guys for listening. If you want more of us, we're on Patreon or on subscription bonus Clink Clink Club on Apple. Also, we have some questions on Spotify. If that's where you listen to us, you can answer. Go onto our website and talk to us, even if you don't want to tell us that you're cheating or not cheating or what else was it? What did we ask? There was a question. If you send naked pictures. Oh, naked pictures. pictures. Yes. Um, and then you can also tell us anything. So it doesn't even yeah. have to be about that. Um, and I think that's all. All right. Right? Clink, clink. Clink, clink. <laughs>